Okay, we're recording. You ready? Stunning. Yes, I'm ready. Episode one, baby. Episode one. I am so excited. I'm ready to delve into some good chats and some really find out a little chat. bit more about your experience and journey and just get talking. I'm very excited to chat more in detail about all these interesting topics we've got coming up. I think for us as well, it's going to be really insightful because I feel mm. we'll end up finishing chatting and go, wow. <laughs> Wow, we just said all that? Oh my goodness. We're not going to be afraid to speak up and speak our minds and speak about our own experiences because I just want to be as honest and raw and as truthful as possible. And I think that's what... I love about This Is Me, the podcast, because it gives us this space for both us and our incredible audience to share that reality. Exactly. It's it's such a safe space for anyone listening right now. Like this space is literally just Jamie and I chatting our own experiences, our own feelings. Nothing's off limits. This, this is new for us. Like, this is new, this is exciting, and you don't know unless you try. So we're going to give it a good old try. <laughs> Amen. And also, I feel like with everything going on on social media at the moment, and just with social media in general, it's very easy to see people's lives as one highlight reel and people say all the time that Instagram, YouTube, social media is a highlight reel where you share your best moments and we just want to use this podcast to share the other side of those amazing moments, what goes on on the days where you don't feel your best, what goes on inside your head when you perhaps don't feel a certain way. A little bit like it's the behind the scenes, the behind Mm. the scenes of our highlight reel because I think podcasts and videos, there's so much more in that and so much more you can relate to than just a photo or like a little Instagram reel you know Mm. there's a lot more you can listen to and resonate with and go oh yeah you know what like I needed to hear that today (laughs) on that note in our first ever episode we are going to be talking about the big SL self love self love yes Jamie and I are on our journeys we've already hit the initial let's go, let's start our self-love journey. But I think there's a lot more to it than just self-care Sunday, you know? Years ago, when if anyone was to turn around and go, I love myself, people would be like, what? Why? Mm -hmm. You're so vain. Like, you love yourself. Oh my goodness, what? And now, if you turn around and love yourself, people are clapping and praising you because it's incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is. I, I stand for the latter. It's crazy how that term and everything that comes in that has changed from it being a negative to now being the most amazing thing you could have. I think people's perceptions have changed about self-love because of its popularity and trend on social media. I think it's been a term which brands and creators and people in general have easily attached onto because they've seen such a growth in popularity from it and especially since being in a pandemic there has been such a focus on self-love because we are getting through each day one day at a time and it's looking at that and seeing actually we've got all this time to ourselves and thinking about the way we look and our lives and the way we act and who we are as people inside and outside as well And I think people are latching onto that idea of self-love and just saying like, okay, now is a great time to start talking about it. And I do think that this exploration and discussion about self-love is wonderful. 
is so much needed because, like you said, for so many years, people who have struggled with self-love have almost been deemed kind of arrogant and cocky and it's been like you said it's been a term which has had a negative stigma around it so it's wonderful to see such a heightened love for self-love on social media and it's wonderful to start speaking about it so openly because it does link to so many wonderful things like mental health and things which actually need to be spoken about more openly definitely I think it's such a great platform to start it's almost that springboard of going, Mm -hmm. I need to give myself a bit more TLC. Like I need to start treating myself like I treat my best friend. I wouldn't sit here, right, Jamie? I wouldn't sit here and go, Mm -hmm. Jamie, you look fat today. Your hair's greasy. You've got spots on your face. Oh my God, you look absolutely horrendous. But I've said that to myself, right? I've said that to myself, but I would never ever in a million years ever say that to you or any of my friends or anyone that I love. So why Mm -hmm. should I say that to myself? And I think the initial barrier you need to cross is turning all those negative comments off. You don't have to Mm -hmm. start with the positive ones yet. You just have to turn those negative comments and thoughts off. And Mm -hmm. if they creep into your brain, you start to go, no, 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 we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. That send you down a spiral and you don't want to go down that spiral like we've been there Mm -hmm. right and a lot of people have been there a lot of people are still there and we can still fall into that trap because we're human beings at the end of the day we have feelings self-love is so magical I think we need to start acknowledging the self in front of self-love because it's not just about loving externally it's about loving who you are as a person and loving everything about you because with social media it's become it's like I said it's become trendy to you know campaign for self-love and that is wonderful but at the same time you've got an individual posting a picture which doesn't really tell you anything about their self-love journey or why they love self-love they've just got the typical self-love caption for the sake of putting a typical self-love caption to bring in that that. audience of other people who stand and love and encourage self-love and actually self-love is a lot more internal and I feel like we need to start acknowledging that internalization of self-love and how it's more about working with yourself and acknowledging those emotions which are trying to bring you down and are trying to tear your life apart because that's that's essentially what it is isn't it those thoughts which are negative and are trying to bring you down those thoughts are trying to tell you something about yourself you can't just sweep them under the carpet and just be like yeah whatever pretend everything's okay another day yeah. Exactly. You can't you can't ignore them. They are there to be acknowledged and you're feeling them for a certain reason. So it's about stepping back and just thinking, why am I feeling these type of ways? Leading on from that, it's one of those things where not every day is going to be a great day. And if people are saying to you, why are you feeling down? Why are you having like a crap day? It's like, well, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to have a bad day. Like, I'm allowed to have my down days because if I don't mm-hmm. have my down days, I don't have my amazing days, which are the days that I absolutely long for. Blue skies, walking down with a nice coffee in my hand, you know? Like, mm-hmm. those are the days where I feel like I thrive. But there are days where I am massively, massively affected by the weather. Like, Mm -hmm. hugely affected by the weather if I look outside and it's gray and miserable there's a a high chance that Megan's going to be in a bad mood (laughs) there is a high chance that that's going to happen but with days like that I then sit back and I go but not every day is going to be like this so that's okay Mm -hmm. not every day am I going to fully have 110% of my 
incredible energy to carry on with my day. I'm going to have to, at some point, calm down and just go, it's fine. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. okay. I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit crap, but I'm going to not make the most of feeling crap, but I'm going to just allow myself to just be, let those feelings happen. Let myself not wallow in like self-pity. I don't want to do (laughs) that because I don't think that really helps. But I think almost allowing myself to have a day if it has to be a day or a couple of days where I do feel down because I know with every down there's going to be there's going to be an up I still have days where I wake up and I'm like oh I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say them now just in case but there's things that I would never say out loud to anyone else but it's still me on that journey trying to process it for myself I think that's the most important thing it is a journey and yeah. I love to use the train analogy where you get on, love it. onto your little self-love train and throughout your journey you've got all these incredible surroundings and you can look out the window and you can just you know enjoy the process enjoy what's going on around you but you're going to have cancellations you're going to have delays you're going to sometimes get off and you're going to kind of have those pauses and moments where actually you're not wanting to be on the self-love train or not feeling your best self I think that's the thing that we want to celebrate it's the fact that it is a long journey I think with social media it's very now and it makes it look so simple so easy so effortless that these people just wake up and they're like great I love myself and that is how they function throughout the day throughout the week throughout the year and actually it isn't that isn't the reality of self-love self-love is like I said a lot more internal it's about going through those ups and those downs and like you said Meg to recognize those downs to build yourself up again and to build up that level of self-love and to grow your self-love because self-love comes in so many forms and someday you might come across a situation and be like I have never experienced this situation before. How am I going to work around it? How am I going to manage it? How am I going to deal with it? And it's about taking those things which you have learned through your journey of self-love to build up that resilience and build up that understanding of that situation. Without your past, you wouldn't be here now wanting to carry on your self-love journey, start your self-love journey. It's important to realize that you can't change your past. Like that's happened. That has happened. Accept it. You either accept it. I think you, you you have to accept it. You just have to accept that it's happened because you can't just forget. You like, I mean, if you can, amazing. I personally can't forget. Mm. I look back now at younger Megs and I'm like, I just want to give her a massive hug. So many things happened that have obviously shaped me to who I am now and who I'm becoming and things that I'm still learning about myself. And without the experiences that I experienced in my past, I wouldn't be here now being able to reflect on it. And mm-hmm. I've, I can reflect on it because I've accepted that that's happened. I've accepted that I've had those challenges. I've had those experiences, but I can't just forget about them because they're there. They're there, they're real, they're part of me. And yes, okay, they may not be the most fondest of memories but it's happened you know like I I don't don't know if I've told you actually before Jamie what I'm about to say what I'm about okay I don't want it to go deep because it's not deep and I'm in a great place now but so I will put a little trigger warning it's about eating disorders coming up if you don't want to hear it obviously you can skip ahead yeah so basically when I was obviously a lot younger I experienced a lot of eating disorders but at the time I didn't realize that that's what it was 
only probably within the past couple of years, I've understood that that's what it was. I never spoke to anyone, never told anyone, never asked for help, nothing. It just happened. I almost had to teach myself to come out of it. And without having that, I don't know how to word it, but without having that, I wouldn't be able to sit here now and carry on my life the way I do now without going, I'm going to tell you open and honestly that I used to do all of those things to myself because I did obviously I'm it's not something I'm not proud of it but it happened and it's part of me and it's who I am and I don't know I feel like when I chat about that stuff I get kind of like that, 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 that. <laughs> no 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 um, I think it's important to communicate about it and speak about it because you don't know what battles people are fighting no and that's why I love do. to be so open and honest about my experiences because even though yeah. in your head you feel like you're a burden and yeah. that actually nobody wants to hear your experience and doesn't really care. There yeah. could be someone out there who comes across your profile or comes across your story or perhaps you're at a work environment and you openly speak to your boss about it or something like that or you're at school and you speak to your friend about it. They might be in a situation which is similar or they might know someone who is going through a similar situation. They might have the resources or the people for you to talk to in order for you to get that help and get that kind of resources to help speak up about it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think more love, less judgment needs to happen in the world. A lot more people need to be more accepting, more loving, and just less judgmental. Because I think growing up, we grew up in probably the most judgmental society. It still very much is. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, it very much is. But I feel like us as humans, right, we're starting to almost like revolt and fight back and we're trying to I think that's probably why we're trying to push this self-love message to go we have been told for years on end that you need to lose weight you need to cut your hair off you need to sort your skin out you need to do whatever I don't know but we have been told all these things and it's just constantly been like a massive cloud hanging over everyone and I think the minute you go no you know what? I don't need to do that. I'm just me. I'm literally just me. Let me be me. Let me live my life and accept me and find that like neutral ground with being comfortable with who I am inside and on the outside. And then that gray cloud just disappears. And then it's blue skies every day. It's all about being comfortable within yourself, being comfortable with your emotional state and your physical state and just being kind of comfortable with who you are because the thing is like you know I have had friends who have things you know done to themselves physically and you know I would never judge them like I'm not here to judge anyone who wants to change anything about themselves yeah but if you're if you're doing it out of a place of I'm comfortable with myself and I just want to change the way I look because I want to get my teeth done. I want to get composite bonding like Molly May. And I also, when I was younger, I wanted (laughs) to get my, when I was younger, I actually wanted to get my nose done, but I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a difference. So when I was younger, I wanted to get my nose done because it wasn't the, the typical way I thought a nose should look. And I always felt like it was too big, that it was too ugly, that, you know, it was a much too big feature for the rest of my face and my body. And a lot of people for years and years and years teared me down about it. The reason why you've had those thoughts and other people have had those thoughts and I've had those thoughts 
is because we have been shown by the media and by everything surrounded by us that there is a societal standard that everyone needs to meet but you don't need Mm -hmm. to meet that like you still don't even now everything that's put out in magazines and stuff tv whatever you don't need to meet that because you're beautiful the way you are but that doesn't mean you can't change things about you for you why I wanted to change my nose was for other people and I did it because other people were telling me that my nose wasn't good enough that my nose wasn't you know the beautiful standard the normal standard Mm -hmm. of beauty and so I took all of those images that I was surrounded by on the media and social media and I took all of the words and the hate that people were giving me for my nose for my nose emphasis on my my nose. Yeah, no, no one else's business. No one <laughs> else's face. Knows. It's my nose. It's Jamie Deer's nose. And I was Jamie taking all X's of those. <laughs> Jamie Deer X's nose. <laughs> and I was taking all of those negative thoughts and I was letting them, the people who are not even in my life, the people who are, are people I go to school with and I see for nine hours a day, they're not living in my body, living in my life 24 hours a day. Yeah. I let those people dictate how I felt about myself. And I let those people determine what I wanted to do about myself. I let those people change my confidence. And like you were saying earlier, when you're young, you don't have those negative perceptions about yourself. You go through life so carefree and amazingly because all you're enjoying is your heart your imagination and the life around you and then when you're bombarded with you know people who are telling you to look a certain way in the media and all of these people who are trying to tear you down that's when the reality sets in and you can't you can't have that same confidence as you did as you were a child so when you go through school for example you are constantly bombarded with people growing up faster than you and looking yeah, a certain way faster than you. Boobs and puberty and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And everything feels so overwhelming because you're like, well, why don't I look like that? How do I make myself look like that? And so from a young age, you're like, oh, well, I need to change myself. So, you know, I look like that now. But actually, so two things, actually, as I've grown up, the rest of me has grown. I wanted a nose job from a very young age, but I needed to let myself grow into my nose, (laughs) if that makes sense, because it was quite big for the rest of my face. But now, sitting here 22 years old as a fully formed male adult, I'm like, my nose isn't even that big. I just needed to give myself time to grow and just harness that self-confidence that I had to go through those years and also why I want to change my teeth and why I find it different to my nose is because I'm doing it for myself yes it will make you happy it will make me happy yes it is um there is a level of confidence issues there and and a vibe of self-consciousness but also I'm not doing it because someone else somebody else has told me to get you my need teeth to get your done. teeth done. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing it because I personally want to for my image. You know, I love social media. I'm on social media. I'm on YouTube basically 24-7. Yeah. So exactly. I I I personally would be much happier with that aesthetic. I don't need anybody to tell me that I need to get them done. No, because I think the minute someone says to you, Jamie, you need a nose job or you need to dye your hair blonde or you need to do that, you'll go, No, I don't. I will do it if I want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I will absolutely. I think, do you know what? The thing is with basically altering yourself or wanting to alter yourself, as long as you're doing it for you and you're doing it for your happiness, and that's fine because I can go on the topic of probably for a good 
eight years, I tried every single diet under the sun. And yeah, like eight years, I was younger. Like, right, I'm, I'm almost 23. I'm 23 on Sunday. By the time this is out, I'm 23. How exciting. <laughs> Slightly oh off topic. <laughs> when I was younger, I spent a lot of years trying any diet possible, any sort of fasting, any like quick fixes. I tried, I tried everything. I Googled everything. I watched everything and I was trying to do it to make me happy. And all it did was make me sad. <laughs> Mm -hmm. literally it just made me sad and that's part of my self-love journey now is that obviously I'm not doing that stuff now because I'm happy now I'm actually happy now and realizing I'm happy now because of who I am yes I do want to change things about myself but I'm doing that because I want to do it for me like if I feel it's going to bring me more confidence I'm gonna do it for me because at the end of the day I'm not going to change or alter myself to tick a box for society this is also being a a musical theatre graduate I can't believe I'm a graduate I have been told countless times Megan if you lost two stone you would be perfect for that part oh Megan if you just exercised a bit more you would be fit as a fiddle you know and I'm like but that's just not me there's people out there that are perfect for that but that's not me amazing if I could but I can't so I'm accepting the fact that I can't and embracing what I can do because there's so many more things about me that's so much more interesting than me having to lose weight to tick a box for you Mm -hmm. oh it gets me riled up (laughs) 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 it gets me that that's a that's a whole nother topic on its own let's talk about uni because you're in your last year now Indeed, at uni, yes. you literally have to go. A, a couple of months left and I have been in my graduating year which doesn't feel like a graduating year at all obviously because of the pandemic but talk about uni and like your like tell me a bit about how uni's helped you I think university has helped me to understand that there is more to life than education and now I yes. want to I want to stress the idea of getting your education. (laughs) Anyone out there who is going through education, keep going. You are going to smash this. You're doing the best that you can. And we're all doing the best that we can, given the circumstances at the moment. Throughout school, I had to go to counselling for three years. And I want to speak about this more in later episodes. And I'm very open about this online. But I had to go to counselling for three years because... I let the education system and I let exams, I let essays, I let coursework, I let the education system change and ruin my mental health. I let it put pressure on myself to achieve the top grades all the time. I, like we were just saying earlier, I let this being or these people or this system, you know, change who I was, change my confidence make me feel like I was not good enough if I didn't achieve a certain grade, if I didn't do as well, if I didn't compare against one of my friends. Comparison is the thief of joy. Completely. I love that quote. I wish I knew that growing up. I really, really do. And on, on your point really quickly, there's a lot more people out there that I think have experienced exactly the same, but just unfortunately haven't been vocal enough about it to do anything about Mm. it. So I grew up with the mentality throughout school that I constantly had to achieve perfection and that if I wasn't getting straight A's and A stars, I wouldn't get into university. 
Mm-hmm. I think you were told throughout university, in order to do well in life and to succeed, you need to make sure that you're doing all these extracurricular activities. You need to be doing an EPQ, Duke of Edinburgh. You need to be doing... Oh, don't talk to me about Duke of bloody Edinburgh. <laughs> Duke of Edinburgh haunts my life to this day. <laughs> I never did um, it. I never did Girl, I walked up to Silver. I went to Scotland for a week. I ended what? up coming back with feet covered. Oh, sorry for anyone who doesn't like feet. Feet covered <laughs> in blood blisters. It was painful. Like, it was the oh worst experience gosh. of my life. Yeah, and that's exactly why I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, the school environment tells you in order to succeed and to go to university and to have a good life, you need to do all of these things and you need yeah. to push yourself. And I'm all for challenging yourself. I'm all for working hard for the means of working hard for you. I was doing it because I thought that it would make me appear better and that I wasn't good enough as I was. I'll be more successful if I do 101 things and if I spend all of my energy and time and effort into working my ass off to get the best grades. And whenever I didn't get the best grades, I would then tear myself down. So I went through a really, really hard time of, you know, low, really low states. And, you know, again, a trigger warning, I did end up self-harming for quite a few years of my younger life. And it was strange because... I never self-harmed because of the way I looked. I never self-harmed because of my sexuality. I self-harmed because of the education system. I self-harmed because I felt like I wasn't going to get anywhere in life. And I felt this enormous pressure from all of these people and the system to do well. And so I ended up, you know, breaking down one day in class And my teacher was like, Jamie, this isn't you. Like, I'm known for being a bubbly, flamboyant camp character. And I I love that about myself. (laughs) And I I cherish that part of me now because it's what makes me unique. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. And as soon as I'm not like that, something, my teacher saw that and saw that I was struggling and was like, okay, let's have a chat. And my teacher was a wonderful saviour and a hero and she took me to the doctors she helped me call up the doctors because I was terrified because I was literally like 16 at the time and I was like it's hard enough to acknowledge your own your own mental health and your own battles and struggles and challenges let alone speak about them openly to somebody else especially because I hadn't even acknowledged them within myself I just thought it was normal that students everyone was going through this and I was just one of those other students who was just working extra hard and it was just it was just what you had to do throughout school in order to be successful it was almost like success equals a poor mental health and it's like no you don't have to work your hardest and push yourself to the limits to be successful success is measured in so many different ways and over the years and growing up and living that journey I've learned that success is just happiness I It sounds really cliche and really simple, but sometimes when I've just been living my life for me, living my happiness and being my happy self, that's when I can sit back and just be like, yeah, like I've made it. And then I just move on to the next 
the next one and the next set of challenges and obstacles and hurdles. And I'm like, okay, what's going to make me happy now? And in this situation, and it's, it is a constant journey. And when I did reach out for help, that's when I started to recognize and acknowledge and listen to my demons. And also the parts in me, which were celebrating who I was. And I took those pieces of me, which was celebrating myself. And I harnessed them and I was like, you are staying with me. And we are going on this self-love journey. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I think we're we're very similar in a way where we've had all of those past experiences. They've happened, they're there, and we've accepted that they're there. But there's been a point, and I can't yet still put my finger on it when it changed or when I started to think differently. Kind of like when I started to just change my thought processes. I wish I could put my finger on it and say, this was the day, this was the time, this is what I was doing when my life changed. I wish I could say that, but I can't. And I'm actually okay with with that because I feel like it's been a long time coming, but I don't really care because I'm so thankful now that I'm at a point where I can accept my quotation marks flaws I can accept all of that because it's just part of me it's who who makes me me and I think a really interesting thing especially from what you've just openly said to us here is you tuned into yourself right you Mm -hmm. tuned in you tuned in you listened to yourself you spoke up to yourself and yes with the help of someone else that may not always be the case there may not always be someone else there for my case there wasn't people someone wasn't there it was me I had to do it on my own but yes there were people there because they were helping me in ways that they didn't realize they were helping me Mm -hmm. and you tuned into yourself and you took that next step it's like what we've said this before you tune yourself like you tune a guitar you tune Mm. yourself you, you turn all those notches, you get yourself to the most amazing place, you play that instrument, you play that song, life is a breeze, like the sky's your limit. But then over time, that can start to wear off again and you're going to have to just make those little fine tweaks and, and tune them up again because you just have to keep revving yourself up. You've got to be your biggest cheerleader. Yes, you can have the most amazing people around you, but if you can't cheer yourself on first then you can do it. You have got it in you. It's Mm. just finding it and it will happen. And that's why I say I can't put my finger on it because it just came about. And I think I was so overwhelmed that I started to have more positive thoughts and more self-love. I started to have a lot more love and respect and appreciation for myself because I was teaching myself to do that, which I think is the most incredible thing. Mm -hmm. And yes, growing up and education, I think it's actually really sad that we constantly had a pressure to do well. There was a constant pressure for you, like you said, to get straight A's, to go to university, to then get a graduate job, to then get a mortgage, have a family, live your life. But it's not going to be like that. Life isn't planned like that for everyone. Yes, it's planned like that for some people, but it's not planned like that for everyone. So it's okay. I only have two A-levels because I couldn't carry on my third A-level. I sat in my exam and I bawled my eyes out. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know what? This isn't me. I can't physically push myself anymore because I'm going to break. 
And I stopped before I got to that point. And thank goodness I stopped before I got to that point. Yes, that cost me an A-level, but I'm doing okay now. We love to see a thriving queen. And I think we love it. <laughs> I think that leads on to such a wonderful point where you need to know and recognize your own worth and value because the idea of self-love has become such an outward physical thing. Yeah. Where if you're not showing self-love to your outside body, then you're not showing self-love. And it's like, well, actually, like we said, self-love is internal and it's actually recognizing that you do matter and that you are worth it. And it's not, it's a, not an instant thing. It isn't something no. which you could just wake up and turn on and be like, great, I'm going to have a self-love day today because some yeah, days... Yeah, you can't just drink a drink can. and be happy. Yeah. No, yeah. And some days you will feel that self-love and you'll ride that self-love train and you'll be like, great, today is a great day. The next Choo-choo. day might be completely opposite. Exactly. And <laughs> and even you might some days I wake up and I, I feel great. And then a couple of hours into the day, I've sunken like the Titanic. I'm like, hell no, I can't do today. I'm not feeling myself. And I just so spent relatable. the rest of the day listening to myself and getting back in tune with myself and that might take a few hours that might take just going on a walk just getting some fresh air putting on some music and ignoring yeah. the world and remembering who you are or dance it to your own soundtrack f- baby dance to your own rhythm baby dance to or, your own rhythm or it could be a couple of days and it might take you a yeah. few days to just take yourself out away from all of those things which are making you feel overwhelmed and just giving you some time to reflect. And it's going to vary every single time. And it's just recognising that every time you go through that, you are still just as loved, still just as worthy and still just as valued. And I think sometimes with mental health and speaking up about our struggles, we do feel like burdens sometimes. And we're yeah. like, oh, they've already got their own struggles and challenges and they they don't have time to deal with me and people have put people have put such a taboo on talking about your struggles and your Mm -hmm. negative thoughts and and all those different things that you aren't supposed to talk about again quotation marks because growing up it's almost like we've we've been sheltered to not talk about it. No one wants to talk about it. Do you know what, Jamie? I think this is our petition to have self-love as a class at school. Yes. Oh my God, yes. How incredible would that be? If you literally had... Okay, did you used to call it tutor time? Ours was called tutor time at the beginning of is the day. The one in, at the beginning of the day, um, it was Like registration. Ours was called form time. Form time. Okay, ours was called tutor time. And that was what? 25 minutes of registering everyone. Registering people takes five minutes, right? If that. Mm -hmm. So they'd register everyone, five minutes done. And then for 20 minutes, we just sat there and just kind of did whatever. I know we were meant to do other stuff, but imagine having those 20 minutes at the start of your school day talking about Mm self-love. Imagine. I'm going to go talk to the big boss about education and tell him that this needs to happen because I think... We are just your average 20-year-olds chatting about how we personally feel and our experiences. And everyone's experiences are so valid that people don't tell you that enough. People don't tell Mm -hmm. you how loved you are, how worthy you are, how amazing you are, how talented you are. People don't tell you that enough. And if we can be those people that can tell people that, then my heart will be bursting, absolutely Mm -hmm. bursting, because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what, little Meg's needed I needed that and 
thank goodness I'm where I am now. But I think it really does stem back to the whole growing up shebang. We needed a bit more TLC and a bit more loving. And Mm -hmm. if we had that, I think we would have had self-love a lot earlier on. I feel like that really lends itself well to the topic that we're going to be talking about next week which is all about growing up around social media and Mm -hmm. the dangers of social media the wonders of social media and just kind of talking to you guys a bit about behind the scenes of what it's like to be on social media now (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I think we're the social media generation and we're living through it still and things are still changing and things new apps are coming out and you have Mm. to be on this and you've got to do that and it's a lot for one human being (laughs) it's a lot and Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's important to to remember with self-love it's so subjective it's your Mm. experience it's your journey And if you want to jump on the self-love choo-choo train with us, you're more than welcome. Choo-choo. Next stop, happiness. (laughs) (laughs) I make myself sick. (laughs) Next stop, episode two. (laughs) And yeah, Mm. so if you are interested in carrying on and tuning into us, then please do. (laughs) And and if you guys want to follow us on our little self-love train and just keep updated with all our new episodes or any fun things that might be going on behind the scenes, then don't forget to follow us on Instagram at thisismethepodcast. And if you have any questions or queries or anything you want us to talk about, then either DM us on Instagram or you can send us a cheeky little email at the podcast. This is me at gmail.com. And we will be reading every message, every email. So don't worry. And it will remain anonymous as long as you want it to. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'm so proud of us and I'm so happy that this is finally a thing. And it just feels like a massive weight off our shoulders to be able to just sit, record, chat it out and just fully listen, be in the moment, be in the present. And that's exactly what we're doing. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Hope you have a lovely, lovely day wherever you are. Lots of love, Jamie and Megan. Bye.